Today on The Good Word, we're talking about finding and finishing your purpose. Sometimes when I order things online, I feel like the people who send me my purchase don't quite trust me. Whether it's furniture or a game or an article of clothing, there always seem to be a few extra components more than what I needed. The extra buttons and screws and other small pieces that can easily be lost. I appreciate they're trying to save me the trouble of ordering them if I lose a button or a screw falls out, but it does leave me with a little tiny problem of what to do with all this extra stuff, these little pieces. And most of the time, they can't be repurposed into other projects or purposes, meaning they float around the junk drawer for years until I finally can't remember what they were even for and throw them out. That might sound silly. But I sympathize with these extra pieces. They're not being able to be used for their intended use, and so they don't have much of a purpose at all. Though there may be inanimate objects with no purpose for existing, the same is absolutely not true for people. We may each have moments when we feel a bit useless, and maybe it's harmless to have those thoughts go by occasionally, but the idea of being purposeless has no factual basis for any person on earth. God doesn't make extra people. The earth doesn't have spares laying about because we have already what we need. This means that each of God's children has a work to do, a purpose for being on earth. It's a reassuring and motivating thought, reminding us that God loves us and wants us to get to work. When calling his servants in the scriptures, he often has his messengers elaborate on what the assignment is and why it's important. Not everyone is going to be called as a prophet, for instance, but we can still learn how God calls us to action by studying their examples. One example in Joseph Smith History, Chapter 1, explains some of the implications of the callings we receive and the importance of listening to the Lord. While I was thus in the act of calling upon God, I discovered a light appearing in my room, which continued to increase until the room was lighter than at noonday, when immediately a personage appeared at my bedside, standing in the air, for his feet did not touch the floor. He called me by name and said unto me that he was a messenger, sent from the presence of God to me, and that his name was Moroni, that God had a work for me to do, and that my name should be had for good and evil among all nations, kindreds, and tongues, or that it should be both good and evil spoken of among all people. No one ever promised that the Lord's work would be easy. In fact, in a survey of calls to actions found in the scriptures, it would seem that the promise is often the opposite. We're promised both a challenge and the strength we'll need to accomplish it. When we participate in God's work, we have to understand that at least some of that work is work we do on ourselves. While God loves us, He seems not to hesitate to stretch us beyond limits we thought we had. This means we need to be taken outside of our comfort zone more than we might like. We have value to God as His children, intrinsically. But because of that fact, we also need to prepare to push ourselves and be pushed to accomplish both His purposes and the purpose of our life on earth. And that's the good word. 